Riley and Fiona. Is, is that our intro? This is my podcast voice. I feel like your podcast voice is much quieter than mine. I listen to a lot of podcasts with deep, oh, yeah. sensual voices. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome to... What's the up? Gal Pals Podcast. Gal Pals what? Podcast. How do you... How do you not know that? I'm just stressed. I've never done a podcast before. This is... It's us sitting in our study with uh-huh. a single microphone between us. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. This is Hello. exciting. I'm excited. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's good what? to know. Uh, what's um. what's going on, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a good podcast host. Thanks. <laughs> um, anyways, welcome to our podcast. We're starting a lot of things together now. We're doing a podcast. We're doing gaming streams. And we're doing love. We've been doing love for a while. Oh, I thought we just started. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hate this podcast. Who's listening? Okay, so why are you listening? What has been hip hop happening this week? Um, this week can we can we wrap up the whole moving to Sydney thing? Oh, do you want to do that? Yes. Why are you talking that close to the mic? I'm just talking to my listeners. Is that the voice you're gonna use the whole time? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, we moved Uh, to Sydney. Yeah, we moved to Sydney. Um. It has been hectic. It's been busy. Yeah. I'm stressed. I'm also depressed and <laughs> anxious clinically. So that's been a time. Yeah. It's been an adventure. How long have I been here now? Two or three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks at least, three weeks? honestly. Yeah. It's been a while. I hate when people ask me how long I've been here and I just keep saying a month, even though I know it's been nearly it's been two months yeah. because I'm like, I just, I haven't achieved enough <laughs> for it to be two months. Yeah. But our place is really nice. I it's love our so place. so sick. Am I doing an apartment tour? YouTube.com slash Neon Fiona. Oh my God. I'm not sorry. You can't cut that out. <laughs> um, yeah. This episode is sponsored by, by Neon by Fiona. By me. <laughs> time is money and I'm putting my time into this. Oh my gosh. So it is technically sponsored by me. But yeah. No, I love our place. We got... Such a nice bedroom. We got a little study where we can work and record podcasts. Mm-hmm. Our living room is beautiful. I'm just... I love it. Aww. I'm also really excited to be moving with my girlfriend. Gay. Mm. <laughs> Cutie. It's fun, though. It's nice to have you there to cuddle all the time. Yeah. It's, it's nice real. having a person around. It's a nice break from the whole long-distance relationship for That's two pretty, years. That's pretty good. We should do a long-distance uh, special of the podcast. Ooh. Why? Are you... <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Are you done with your Sydney update? Yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Do you have anything you want to update? Um, someone give me a job. Oh yeah, Fiona's job, job hunting. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just doing freelance stuff. Yeah. It's weird. That's nice for you. I'm just waiting for someone to give me money <laughs> for my skills and talents. I believe in you. Thank you. So. <laughs> this is going well so far. What's hip hop happening this week? Okay, do you want to talk about some of the stuff that happened? Sure. Cool. You're going to get your list up? Riley wrote a list that she only sent me, like, I only, okay, she sent it to me a whole hour before the podcast when we were doing chores, and so I only, like, just read it right before we filmed. So my takes might not be developed, but they're They're fresh. fresh. They are fresh (laughs) takes. So you can enjoy that. (sighs) Okay. Yes. Number one. Yep. Kanye. Kanye. (laughs) Where to start? Okay, so this is like, this is, I feel that this is affecting me more than the average person 
Why? Okay, I'm not gonna. This is okay. I'm making light of it straight away. We're gonna get into the actual seriousness of what he said. Um, but like, I love the Kardashians so much, and it's just oh stressing. My gosh, it's stressing me out how much this would be taking a toll on them. And I just don't like when people come for the Kardashians, and so that's really upsetting me. That I'm like, stop trying to destroy everything that these amazing women have built. It's also like a big. Serious but it's also a very like big issue. Alt, right? Yeah, it's yeah. also a very big issue within political and race spheres. Um, <laughs> You're like, it's also serious. It's also <laughs> it's also very uh, serious. But I'm just yeah. a bit stressed for the Kardashians right now as well. Oh my gosh! I can do both. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But he. So if you haven't heard of. Kanye's stuff and you're listening to <laughs> If you this. haven't heard of Kanye no, West, no. welcome to it's... logging online. <laughs> I can't believe this is the first thing you did when you found the internet is download our podcast. Are you done? <laughs> Anyways, Kanye said that slavery was a choice for black people because it just lasted so long. How could it not be a choice? It's just, <sighs> the thing is, I don't know. I feel like shitty talking about this because I'm white. It's yes. one of those things where I'm like... We should probably not be talking about this. Yeah, like, my, my takes ain't going to be the hottest because I am, like, privileged AF. And I yeah. am not black. Uh, but, like, it's... I think it's just the only thing we can say is, like, that's messed up. And there's it'd be weird yeah. for us to approach the Kanye thing without mentioning that comment and also commenting on the fact that it's completely messed up and completely incorrect and, holy Jesus fuck, how did you get to that conclusion? Um, yeah. And now it's just like radicalizing a lot of fucking, it's just bringing a lot of people to the alt-right. Can we swear on our podcast? Yeah, of course we can. Why couldn't we swear? Fuck. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I think it's, uh, it's just a garbage trash fire. I think that's why yeah. I focus on the Kardashians angle. Because everything else is so heavy. You to ignore that. Yeah, it's like, it's stressful thinking about, you know, him making people potential Nazis. And mm. so I would rather just focus on the Kardashians. That's fair. I saw an article um, on Medium by uh-huh. Ijeoma Alua. Cool. And it was about how non-black people can talk about Kanye while staying in their lane. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really good because or I Actually, I do seen... that by f- stressing about the Kardashians. Yeah, <laughs> probably. That, that was, that, like, the main point. That was the main point. Cool. No, I think the basic takeaway that I got from it was not to just, like, endlessly shit on Kanye without recognizing that he's a black man and that, like, us talking about it and just talking shit about him is going to, like make racists happy because they're like oh my god yay you're shitting on a black man like true like if you just i don't know if you just rattle off like about how much you hate kanye it gives if you are if you're a racist and you're listening to this i don't want you to be happy nice all right yep (laughs) yep well if i'm making racists happy by shitting on kanye then i want to undo that yeah um there were more points you suck at racists you suck are we gonna have a place where we can like post links and stuff? Can we? Oh, I'll do like Patreon posts. Yeah. We'll post all the links. All the links will be on Patreon. Yeah. Um. So there'll be a link to that article. It's really good if you want to talk about the whole thing. But basically, um, yeah, I haven't talked about the Kanye stuff a lot because it feels weird as a. I'm person. just retweeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of black Raise people who've been voices. talking about it and who've been making very good points. Yeah. So if this is the only time you're hearing about it, go listen to actual black people and not and, us. And again, welcome. To the internet, and thank you for downloading our podcast. As your first I'm thing not, you've done online. I'm not saying the first time they've heard of Kanye West. I'm saying the first I, time I, they've heard I'm of this pretty sure that you're saying this is the first time they've heard of Kanye West. Well, great. Yeah. Great. But no, yeah, he's. I don't know. I also hate seeing the conversation shift to like mental health and people are like, he's just oh, that was weird. crazy. And I'm like, everyone 
everyone close to him has denied it. And also, yeah. like, I'm very mentally unhealthed. <laughs> unhealthed? I'm very mentally unwell. And I'm like... Is that, is that voice going to be a continuing thing? I like it. Okay. Um, but, you know, I've also just never said slavery was a choice until that yeah. little soundbite that someone hopefully won't <laughs> take out of context. context yeah. You know, but like... I said it earlier, too. I'm just waiting for someone to rip it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think don't shit on people who are mentally unhealthy. Yes. And also, don't shit on Kanye just because he's black. But do yeah. shit on Kanye for supporting Trump and saying slavery was a choice. Yes. And do uplift black people who are saying that stuff. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the mental illness thing came, up, like, it came out of nowhere. No, it's been happening for ages. I haven't been paying attention. And yeah. so I was like, why? Like, but again, you don't, pay, you don't pay attention to things until they're, like, political. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Like, <laughs> All right, next topic. Uh, next topic. What's our next? Janelle Monet is a goddess. I love her. That's the whole topic. Cool, I'm done. We stand a queen. I like. I saw that she came out recently, but I I thought she came out earlier. She wore so many tuxedos. She made a whole video with Tessa Thompson where they were like popping out of vaginas and stuff. Good for her. But that was before she came out. Oh yeah. See, like yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna pre- <laughs> like. I'm not gonna act like me thinking she was queer before she came out was wrong because. I was right. I mean, yeah, she's queer. Cool. But she came out specifically as pansexual, yeah. which is really cool, because I like when people come out as things that are less talked about. Yeah. Because I feel like it forces everyone to Mostly because we hate lesbians. Soundbite that, haters. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, the lesbian in this duo, hate lesbians. You have caught me. Yep. Yep. Just complain. Okay, so not only did she come out as pansexual, she made a whole emotion picture. Yep. Which is just like a bunch of music yeah. together in a huge music I'm video. aware of what that is. And, uh, there are listeners who may not know. Welcome to the internet, listeners. I have to explain <laughs> things when we talk about them because not everyone hears about it. Okay, okay, okay. But the point is, um, I haven't watched it, but I'm sure it's amazing. Yes, yeah, really someone was like, do you like Janelle Monae's music? And I was like, yes. And I was like, you haven't listened heard, to it. I heard the vagina song. Well done. It was really good. I believe you. I haven't listened to anything she's made. You haven't? No. Get off my podcast. I'm not pretending to. You haven't either. You're fired. You're fired too then. You haven't listened to it either. I listened to the song. The, you the haven't song. listened to it and you lied about it. I didn't lie about it. I jokingly said on a fucking gaming stream. Mm-hmm. I got my oh, receipts. God. Anyway. Um, but since we're back to the vagina video thing. <laughs> were we on it? We're on Fine. it. We're on it now. <laughs> no, I saw... Um, I didn't see actually anyone calling that music video transphobic, but I saw people reacting to people calling it transphobic because it was so centered around like <laughs> vaginas and stuff. And I think people just want an excuse to like shit on trans people for like no being so never offended. people want to shit on trans people. What no uh, never. It's <laughs> <laughs> my podcast but, voice. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I didn't think the music video was transphobic at all. I think. And, yeah. What. If people did find it transphobic, I think it's it's a pick your battles situation. Mm. And also, I didn't see anyone shitting on it. So, yeah. I mean, and what I, I see is the truth. The yeah. truth. I think it's it's fair as a trans girl to like feel put off by like imagery yeah. of vulvas. And like stuff. slightly excluded. Yeah, because it, well, only because it's like largely used by like turfs and shit uh-huh. to be like this is our defining factor. True. But it didn't. I don't know. Specifically in that video, it didn't feel like a 
Yeah. It didn't feel like an exclusionary thing mm-hmm. to me. So I could see why that, like, imagery is off-putting. Yes. But at the same time, it's, like, that felt to me like it was done in a respectful way because, like, vulvas have been, like, I don't know. They're, they're not it is a the same... it, it is a large role of lesbianism. It's not the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you know I mean? Like, you don't have to have a vulva to be a lesbian, and yeah. you don't... If you're a lesbian, you don't have to only be into vulvas, but it does have a, a lot of... place in lesbian yeah. culture and history. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, and, was, did I get away without being transphobic? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but also, like, I don't know, there's phallic imagery in, like, everything. And it's yeah. rarer that you get vulvic imagery everywhere. True. Which, I don't know. Yeah. It's cool. It's good. And she afterwards came out and was saying that, like, some of the dancers weren't wearing the vulva pants because they were supposed to be, like, representing trans women. And, like, nice. Janelle Monáe and Tessa Thompson have both just been, like, real great about it. We they stand inclusive so queens. Yes, absolutely. All right, next up on the list that Riley sent me, Ooh. Michelle Wolf roasts Huckabee Sanders. Just going to read it directly from the words I put there? Yeah. Michelle Wolf roasted Huckabee Sanders. So can I summarize this, or are you going to welcome people? Oh, you can definitely summarize it, because I hardly know, honestly. Oh, okay. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the press secretary, mm-hmm. um, is a terrible person who lies all of the time. Oh, I know that part. Defends all of Trump's lies, and... It's just, like, amazing if you watch any clip of her speaking that she'll just... I've seen the mashups by BuzzFeed. It's just impressive. Yeah. Like, how much she can avoid the truth and just lie to people's faces. And they'll be like, you are lying. And she's like, no. (laughs) Like, it's just... (laughs) Me. (laughs) (laughs) No, Fiona. This is a serious topic. (laughs) And, um, yeah. So, Michelle Wolf is a comedian who's been on, like, The Daily Show and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, She got up and made a joke. It was like... That Sarah Huckabee Sanders makes, uh, I sh- she like tells Smoky a bunch of lies. lies yeah. Clearly, I'm not a comedian, but like you are a beauty girl, so, so many- you should definitely get oh, this. <laughs> she like lies so much that she like burns up the lies and melts them down into ash and like uses that to make a perfect eyeshadow. Yeah. And people were like conservatives, promise. <laughs> yeah. Right wingers were like, oh my god, she's insulting her appearance, the feminism. Yeah, and it's like no, we're we're insulting the fact that she lies all of the time. That's going to be a recurring thing. Okay. But so, but yeah, the joke wasn't about her appearance. No. Like the and joke if was anything, that she had a perfect eyeshadow. Yeah. If anything, if someone, <clears throat> that lie could be applied, that line could be applied to me. What? Lying so much and then having great eyeshadow. <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be complimented. Yes. But your lies are like small white lies. Oh yeah. I don't lie about actual things. Yeah, you don't work for the president and actively cover up his, like, fascist bullshit. No. That's nice of you. I appreciate that. That's one of the things I love about you. As we said before, I am unemployed. Um, So, no, I'm not working for the president. We need a social media manager. Boy, does he need a social media manager. I wouldn't do it. Stop giving them that look. I wouldn't do it. (laughs) But, it's just like, it's nice to know there are roles out there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's also funny that conservatives... And, like, I don't know, people on the right are always like, oh, my God, liberals get, leftists get offended by everything. And, like and then one Michelle Wolf makes one joke, and they're all losing their shit. It's so <sighs> funny. Someone say that. Try it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I hate that that word gets used instead of offended. It's so annoying. It's so dumb. But it was a brilliant joke, and I'm really glad she made it. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about North Korea and South Korea having uh, their, their friends now? Is that, is, is Friends Now the best way to put that? Pals. Okay. Gal Pals Podcast. Subscribe. Rate yeah. five stars. <laughs> um, yeah, North Korea and South Korea. Bestest buddies? They hang. Slumber party. <laughs> I mean, 
from what I heard, uh-huh. they had a meeting, like the two leaders. Yes. Um, and I watched the video and they like shook hands and walked over it's both cute. sides of the border. Like, like when you figure out that he's like, you know, kind of, when you forget that he's Despondent. Kim Jong-il. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's cute. But I don't know. It's was surprisingly good. Like, it yeah. made me feel actually optimistic about the world not ending. Yeah. But it's so weird because, like, because my mom works in, like, international relations, foreign mm. affairs, all that sort of stuff. So I, like, knew about a lot of North Korea stuff at a weirdly young age. Like, I mm. knew more than, like, the average, like, 11-year-old probably should. Um, she didn't, like, tell me really scary in-depth stuff, but she would go there for work stuff. And so I had to kind of know where she was going. Wow. Um, and it was it's just weird because it's been... Like, for everyone's lives, it's been such a huge thing. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, it's just been... It's been so long. And it feels weird that we could be finding peace there at yeah. last. I'm glad that this whole thing can affect you in a positive and way. And that's honestly the main takeaway of yeah. any world crisis. I mean, who cares how Koreans feel? Who... Who cares? <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, that's what I've seen, though, in a lot of conversations about this, is people centering... Like, how it affects oh. the U.S. and how the U.S. created it. All like, right. everyone's thanking Trump. And I'm just like... Ew, no. I feel like Korea's put in a lot of, a lot of work and yeah, time no, no. and energy This, this, this. is all like, my Koreans. I'm sorry. I, like, I'm, I'm the worst. I just make everything about me. <laughs> Jamie, I made the Kanye thing about the Kardashians. I'm making North Korea about me. Yeah. Like, I'm clearly not a good person. But it's... That's not the narrative we're pushing here. Um, no, but it is amazing for yeah. the families who have had, like, generations and generations only knowing this one way of life and this one, like, thing that's been yeah, going yeah. on. And, like, stuff isn't going to change overnight, but they were no, loosening so some complex. things, and it was, like, it was largely symbolic. Is Yeah, like the time zone reading. thing. Yeah, they, like, moved their time zone ahead half an hour or so. Yeah, North zone. Korea, like, matched South Korea's time yeah. zone. So I think it's, it's interesting. It's positive steps. I'm always going to be skeptical because mm. I feel like a lot of us you know, are almost, like, programmed to be very sceptical about any positivity coming from North Korea. Yeah. But, uh, hopeful. Sceptical, but hopeful. Yeah, and weirdly optimistic. Yes. Because it, I, I don't know, I felt hopeful for once. Like, usually you read the news and you're like, wow, everything is more terrible than it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I read the news and I was like, could things get better? Question <laughs> <laughs> mark? <sighs> yeah. Alright, what, what is next? The next thing on your list is new testosterone rules at Olympics. Ooh, did you hear about this bullshit? I've not... Re- I've heard... Because you've got an angry tone. I've heard good trans hormone things to do Ooh, with athletics, but no. yours is different. Yeah, so do you know... Um, Can I give my good one first? Sure. Some good news. Good news time on the podcast. Um, there's... I can't remember what it was. I think it's the Boston Marathon, but um, a lot of like athletic governing bodies are opening up they're basically saying that trans women can compete as women in their things. And they're just like, it used to be hormone levels and stuff. Maybe they still have something like that, but it's literally just like, you have to show an F on your ID card. So when you pick up, you've got to show that. And if you got it, you're a runner. So yeah, that was a good thing. Uh, don't have all the facts on that one entirely, but it was like, it was positive because I read about it and I was like, yay, but yours is not as nice. Um, no, it's, it's really bad. Um, so there's, there's a few, um, intersex, Runners, there's uh-huh. DK Chand yeah. um, from a while back, but then that's new... that fake gender that they made up, right? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> but so, um, more recently, there's a runner, um, I think from South Africa, a black woman uh, by the name of Castor Semenya, mm-hmm. and 
So she runs, um, I think, like, 800 meters. Um, I guess I am talking into the mic. Fiona just keeps pointing at my mouth and pointing at the it's mic. It's so... Your, your bits are so quiet. That's... I am talking into the mic. Okay. It's fine. All right. All right. Anyways, she... Um, yeah, competes, I think, in, like, the 800, like, the mid-range ones. Uh-huh. And it's really good. Yeah. Um, but is also intersex. And from what I've read, has about three times the normal quotation yeah, marks, yeah. testosterone levels Average. of, like, a cis woman. Yeah. Um, but still has, like, far less testosterone than... Men. Um, yeah. Like, like cis, the men. cis men. Men like, who are on T. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but for women, it's, it's something, like, one to seven-ish. I forget the units. I have six and, testosterones. And then men is, like, 70 to, like, 400 or something. Like, there's a big gap in between. Uh-huh. And from what I read, she occupies that gap. Like, she doesn't reach uh-huh. cis men levels of testosterone, but she's more than the average cis women. Yeah. Um... And so for a long time, like, people have been rallying against her because she has more testosterone. Her body looks, like, more masculine. And so a lot of people have, like, questioned her gender and made her go through all these tests and stuff. And it's bullshit. Um, Podcast listeners, I'm rolling my eyes. (laughs) And it's been really fucked up for, like, a long time. But very recently, the, like, International Olympic Committee or whatever passed rules that, like, women with elevated testosterone levels couldn't compete in, like, specifically just the events where Castor Semenya runs, like just the <gasps> 800 and the 1400 or whatever it is, I forget. What? Um, yeah. Rude. Yeah, yeah. Like, so they did a bunch of studies on it. Uh-huh. And they found two events where elevated testosterone levels actually helped women. Because they were trying to figure out if elevated testosterone levels actually do anything. Yeah. And they found it for like, it was shot put and mm-hmm. another, like a spear throwing thing. Yeah, Those were the two events where there was like a small percentage increase where like, if you had more testosterone, you could do better. Um, but for all the other events, like the 100, the 200, 400, 800, they found it was like the same, but like, it doesn't actually give you a competitive advantage. Same. Um, and then they go and make this rule that only target, sorry, <laughs> I'm like yelling, <laughs> I'm really hurt, passionate about this. That hurt my eyes, you can see the audio going oh up. Um, that Look hurt my eyes, it's our first podcast, we're working on it. Yeah. But anyways, so they target just the events that she's in, mm-hmm. which is really fucked up. And so she either has to like, lower her hormone levels, like, take like drugs meds? to lower her hormone Ew. levels, yeah, or compete with men, or compete in, like, <gasps> different, like, special intersex events. Wow. Which just seems like a horrible way of, like, pushing her out of it. Yeah. And, like, in past, she's won so many races, and it's constantly just, like, trying to like, crying about it. Yeah, like, decredit Yeah, they're those decrediting wins. her because they're just like, oh, it's, like, it's just her testosterone. Ugh. But one of the main things I've seen, I've followed a lot of, um like, folks on Twitter who know a lot about, like, the science behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them, a bunch of them have been saying that, like, testosterone is one, like, it doesn't give you a competitive advantage, but even if it did, mm-hmm. like, there are so many things about bodies that give you a competitive advantage. Like, yeah. being taller. Or yeah. Like, like, so it's like, are you going to ban people of a certain height? Are you going to ban people yeah, exactly. who have, like, an upbringing where their parents can pay for them to yeah. run every day with a professional coach. Yeah, yeah, Like, if you're playing basketball and everyone's, like, six feet tall and someone walks in who's seven feet tall, do you ban them because they're so much taller than everyone else? Yeah. Like, or do you just let them all play together? And there's, like, so many other factors besides height that, like, mm. your body contributes to how you can play professional sports because yeah. it goes down to, like, tenths of a second yeah. or whatever when you're trying to win. Yeah. And people have vastly different bodies. So there's some people who just, like, don't have the body to compete in these levels yep. in these games and some people who do just out of sheer luck yeah and that's just kind of like how olympics work yeah like you can't just ban people who have i don't know slightly 
High advantage features. Like, what's his face, Michael Phelps? Isn't he, like, shaped like a fish? Isn't he just, like... <laughs> his body's, like, the perfect swimmer body. He's got, like, big hands and, like... The true trans shape. icon, Michael Phelps. <laughs> trans fish. Stop! <laughs> Anyways, that's my rant about, like, the Olympic. I'm sorry for all of your headphones during that time. I am passionate and I will not... You're shouting again. I'm not shouting. This is, like, a very normal volume. Okay. You're just talking very quietly. Yes, it's my podcast voice. <laughs> oh my god! All right, and the last thing on your little list, little mm-hmm. listeroony, is <laughs> DJ Khaled doesn't eat pussy, Lameo. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what he said? Yeah. He was like, I expect my wife to blow me, but I won't eat her pussy because he's a king. That's why. Is he's a king. That's yeah, he reason? said like the the man is the king. That's an interesting word for douchebag. And... <laughs> Good one, right? Thank you. I'm a comedian. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, no. I I read a little a little piece about it. I haven't watched the actual video. I will admit this, mm. but essentially his general vibe is that like he feels that it's his role. He's like, yeah, am I taking care of your family? Am I putting food on the table? You know, am I doing all these things? Oh. And then it's like her role to suck his dick. Oh, mm. that's a gross like transactional way of looking at relationships. Like, yeah. I do all this stuff for you, and therefore, you it's, must do this for me. It's just, you know, it's 2018, mate. If you're not eating putty, what's... Uh-huh. Oh, if you're not eating putty... Putty. <laughs> but it's 2018. If you're not eating pussy, what are you doing? That's that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, know. his interview was from 2014. Oh, really? But it's still dumb. That's some context I needed. But also... <laughs> But it's still dumb. Why would you not eat pussy in 2014? Who's not eating pussy in 2014? I thought I was straight in 2014 I was eating pussy. Jesus. So, like... <laughs> wait, did I think I was straight then? Do you think... Do you think yeah, no, right I... Now? Huh? Do you think he's all right now? Do you think he's... How's his wife doing? He hasn't, she like... had her pussy ate? Huh? <laughs> pussy ate? How? Why would you say that? that? <laughs> I don't like it. Eaten? I don't like any of the way you're saying it. <laughs> What's um, the past tense of eat? <laughs> just, uh... <laughs> but I think... I don't know. I just... She needs the strength to leave him. Yeah. That poor woman. DJ Khaled's wife. It's better out Run. there. <laughs> you can do better. I just... I find it really interesting as well because culturally... I've talked about this a million times within social circles, but not on a podcast because this is the first podcast I've had. Um, but mm. it's a very interesting cultural thing where in Australia, going down on girls is like really uncommon. Oh, yeah. Like... A girl giving a guy head is kind of, like, the expected thing. And then a guy going down on a girl is kind of, like, you ask for it. Like, after a few months of dating. Like, you've been dating for three months. And you're like, hey, like, do you want to try this out? Uh, and it's... I remember when I got to the UK and there's dudes there who were just, like, straight down to business. And it's just like, oh, damn. This is much better. Um, and that is when you blossomed into the beautiful woman you are now? Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's enough... <laughs> uh, Enough information on my personal <laughs> sex life than I expected to give out on the first episode of a podcast. Um, oh boy, where to go from here? Yeah, <laughs> God. But yeah, I just I think it's like a weird cultural thing of you know going down on a girl is like demeaning mm. and it's not masculine and all these sorts of things. But going down, girls going down on guys is like a standard. Like it has to be done. And I think that's just like a dumb backwards way of thinking. Yeah, the straight's got some bad rules. Yeah, it's 2018, eat some pussy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the queers are over here just yeah. flourishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> flourishing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that's just a bit ridiculous. Yeah. And that's... That's your hot take? That's my hot take is... <laughs> 
Everyone eat some pussy. <laughs> Jesus. Did, did you have some things you wanted to talk about? I feel like you added some things to the list. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I did add things to the list. You okay. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Sailor Socialist. Oh. I love her. I love her so much. What happened? Do tell. She's... I have never heard of an internet before. Little Miss, ha- do they have Kanye? What is the internet? Riley, I'm going to quit this podcast right now. So basically there's this girl, I believe her name's Dasha, and she was interviewed by Infowars and they deleted her interview, so she posted it to Twitter. <laughs> and it is beautiful. She just had this like very deep vocal fry voice and she's drinking a nice coffee <laughs> and answering their questions. Like at one point they're like, why do you like Bernie Sanders? And she's like, I just like his values. <laughs> and they're like, what values do you like? And she's like, eating the rich. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in love with you. At one point she just turns them. She's like, you guys have worms in your brain. <laughs> um, but she's just great. And she's gone viral. And I'm all here for. I just can't believe the InfoWars lady. Just being like, what do you like about socialism? Like, what do you like about socialism? Yeah. Tell me right now. Like, yeah, she's like, you can have health care. She's like, I just want people to have health care, honey. Yeah. She's like, you can have health care. She's like, I want everyone to have it for free. Yeah. Like, which is not like a crazy progress. Like, I just don't want people wow. to die. It's Why? Like an extremist out Literally. here. So <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and the other thing was <laughs> this guy from the alt-right um, trying to rip up a poster. <laughs> That's going to be linked on the page, on our Patreon with all the links mm. as well. All these things that we're talking about will be, but especially these two videos because they're great. But this alt-right pro like anti-protester, I suppose, was trying to rip up a protest sign and just failing to... What was the sign? I can't, it's, I can't remember what it was. an anti-immigration protest. Or pro-immigration protest. <laughs> I was like, wow, this has um, gotten weird. Yeah, it was a immigration. So it was like a pro-immigration poster? That yes. Rip up and just... Could his, not. And supreme hands. Yeah. Looks like we've got a beta male over here. Jesus. Soy boy. Um, yeah, but he couldn't rip wow, up the poster. you didn't say your favorite word. Huh? You didn't say your favorite word. What's my favorite word? I really thought you were going to say cuck. Oh no, but I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be the one to say cuck on this podcast first. Oh, well, I guess I said it. So I broke the cuck. He's barrier. no. He's not a cuck. He's clearly. He's clearly a beta and a soy boy because he's like <laughs> kind of. Boy? He's kind of in their realms, you I know. I hate all of these words so much. I just. I'm really sad that no one's ever called me a cuck. I'd be down for someone calling <laughs> Didn't me a someone beta. Comment one time on your videos calling you a cuck. No, they called you a cuck. Oh, it was really annoying. I'm sorry. I just want someone to organically. If you're call listening him. to this podcast, go come on Neon Fiona's videos and call her a cuck. But it's great because I think. But no, okay. Firstly, I don't want them to have to be told to call me a cuck. Oh, you I just want, want them it. To I want someone to, to genuinely watch my content and say that's a cuck. <laughs> or I will also settle for the more popular terms now of soy boy or beta. But I'm like I'm a woman, so I don't know if I can be a beta male. But like I'd love to be a beta, you know. So. Can you be a beta female? Is that a thing? I'm not sure, hmm. but it's just very upsetting because I was waiting this whole time for someone to like actually organically so organically call me a cuck gotcha. and it never happened and you saying it now isn't going to help either because anyone listening to this doesn't actually think i'm a cuck i don't think mm. and i don't want them to be told to call me a cuck okay fine don't do it i take it back well you can you can still do it <laughs> just don't do it because riley anyway <sighs> that's besides is- the point he tried to show off his big old white supremacy muscles by yeah. ripping a poster and failed. A guy couldn't rip a poster and it was funny. That's the point. Yep. I saw someone say that, like, he is clearly, like, socially awkward or something. Mm. And then I'm, and everyone's like, yeah, it's really disrespectful to film him. And I'm like, yeah, he's, like, a Nazi, though. He's not a Nazi. I'm not going to call anyone who disagrees with me a Nazi. Um, no, but, you know, he's trying to rip up, you know, a poster that is what I stand for, if that makes sense. 
Like, I agree with the poster. Yeah, and he's pretty shitty. Yeah, he's shitty. So. I would not be surprised if he was a Nazi. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Riley, we can't just call everyone Nazis. I'm not calling everyone Nazis. I'm just saying it would not surprise me in the slightest. Uh, but yeah, fair. Anyway, um, yeah, shitty guy couldn't rip poster. That was my news for the day. <laughs> great, great, great. Bringing a lot to the table here. Yeah, really? Yeah. I had, mm, like, what, six, seven topics? Yep. You had a solid two? Yeah. I just, for those keeping score at home, I am winning. <laughs> the expression on Fiona's face right now. I'm not account. happy. I don't like... I don't think that was necessary because I didn't even know it was a competition. I didn't even know that we had topics to talk about until oh, like... Oh, baby, it's not a competition. No, it's minutes. cute. Mm-hmm. I love you. Uh-huh. Now comes the time. Yes. Fiona convinces Riley of a conspiracy theory. Oh, God. Why do we have this section <laughs> This is a segment podcast? that... Oh, I'm sorry. You got to bring all your news stories to this silly little podcast. I get to have a part of the podcast where I convince you of a conspiracy theory. Cool. Convince me. Okay. Um, what do we got? Oh, gosh. I haven't even planned which one I was going to tell oh, you today. No. These are homegrown conspiracy theories. I will also share some more popular ones in the future. Um, yeah. The one for today yes. is... Goats. Have you heard this one yet? Goats? Uh-huh. Oh, you think goats are aliens? They're not from this planet. Yeah. They're absolutely not. My point... My... My... my um, what's my... My proof. My yes. proof... Where's your evidence? Have you seen them stand on a hill? On a mountain? Oh, my God. When they're like... On the complete side That's of the mountain. That's not from this earth. That is some anti-gravitational bullshit. Like, it is very hard to explain. I'll give you that. That doesn't look like an animal that's from planet Earth. Animals are wild. Shit evolves into, like, the weirdest... Onto a mountain. No, it's ridiculous. They're clearly not from here. And everyone's pretending they are. And it's ridiculous. And I need to blow the roof right off on this. I just remembered the goats on the wall thing was, like, that, that mineral meme. What? The get that mineral meme where they were just like licking the minerals. No. No. Nothing. No. If you know what I'm referencing, I don't know what you can do. <laughs> Rate us five stars. <laughs> Comment on Patreon and say that I was right. Yeah. About um, the mineral meme. What is... Hang on. I'm going to Google the mineral meme. Keep talking to me. Yeah. And also sheep are from the same family. And they're... But they're like... Okay. They're, they're like, you know, fifth generation. Like they've been here a bit longer. They're assimilated. They kind of look more natural, but they're clearly from the same planet, but they're just being Why here for longer. Why would aliens come here just to be sheep? They didn't, it's not like they're shapeshifters. Not every alien is going to be an intelligent human. Well, how did they get here? Maybe another planet sent their animals, goats, to planet Earth. Why would they do that? Because they're just trying to see if the Earth can, like, handle. It's like the same way that we would put, like, a rat into space before a human, just to see if they can handle it. Are we just going to send a ship of sheep to a random planet? We're not going to. The other more intelligent aliens from a different planet are going to. And they have. Where's the ship? It's here. Where's where's the ship? A ship can... Riley, are you going to pretend that a ship can, like, land and never fly away again? It can Well, they dropped them off? Yes. They didn't just, like, land with the sheep? They dropped them off. Whoa. Because they have to test the planet before they move here. Wow. What a theory. What about, like, I'm sure there are, like, fossil records of sheep going back for a while. How long have sheep been here? I'm not sure. I haven't looked into that. Mm, interesting. But you also don't know, so interesting. Hmm, interesting right back at you. There could be, like, an evolutionary trail of their bones from, like, whatever their descendant is. That's fine. Like, how we evolved from... Aliens could have gone here so long ago. Do you know how big space is? Do you know how fast it's, like, moving? It's scary when you think about it too much. Well, why would they drop off the sheep, like hundreds of thousands of years ago and then never come back for them because okay if we set a bunch of rats to space do you think we would be like oh no we have to go get the rats later why would we send them to space if we weren't gonna come back and like test them or something because they could be visiting and testing them and leaving again they could they could be coming back and grabbing goats like every damn day and we just don't even see it 
wow, all those like really concerned goat farmers who are just like, my goat disappeared. And we're all like, maybe yes. No, Jeffrey. I'm going to look into this. I'm going to Google goat disappearances. Uh, Anyways, you've seen the I crave that mineral meme. I'm showing it to you right now. Tell me you've seen the meme. It doesn't say, oh, they crave that. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's on knowyourmeme.com. I crave that mineral. Well done, Riley. What's it was that meme, meme from? <laughs> like, what uh, is it? It's from a Tumblr in October 2014. Were you not on Tumblr in October <laughs> I was not on Tumblr in October 2014. <laughs> Why not? Is my uh, question. Jesus. It went everywhere. It anyway, the point is goats are aliens? Goats are from another planet. As are sheep, but sheep have been here for so long, so you'll definitely find more fossils of them. So did they drop off sheets, sheeps before goats? Sheeps? Sheets. Is that the... <laughs> sheeps, the multiple sheeps. of sheep? Yeah. It's just sheep. No. Sheeps. Oh my god. Um, yeah, no, sheep... I will call them sheeps. Sheep. Sheep. <laughs> sheep came sheep. first. And then they cool. dropped off the goats, and goats are, like, still struggling to kind of fit in. Oh my god. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my conspiracy theory for the week. Cool, cool. All right, what's the next Do you believe segment? it? No. Oh. Okay. Am I supposed to tell you if you... It's more like, it's kind of like the BuzzFeed Unsolved sort of thing, where like, well, maybe one day I'll convince you of... Oh, I get to be the skeptical one in BuzzFeed Unsolved? Uh-huh. I'm just like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, cool. you're Shane, I'm Ryan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right, do we have questions or advice from oh, listeners? Oh, we do have Ooh. questions to give advice from listeners. <laughs> one moment. Uh, I'm going to assume they want to stay anonymous because they message us privately. Hey, uh, do you two think that tirelessly choosing commitment is ever detrimental? My GF and I have been dating for two years and are about to move in together. I sometimes catch myself questioning the relationship because we are very different and love in two completely separate ways. I sometimes think that I deserve more love, but then later realize that she just loves me in different ways. For example, I'm used to being showered in compliments and she prefers showing love rather than just saying cheesy things. Over time, it's been helpful to think of my commitment. We're choosing to be together and that will keep us strong. I don't want to seem like this is toxic because there are many good parts of our relationship. I just can't help but think that love shouldn't be this much work. Do you two ever feel like maybe you don't belong together or aren't the perfect match, but are willing to stay because the little extra work is worth the love you two share? Whoa. Yeah. What a question. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we have very different love languages as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm much more like, I don't know. I feel like physical intimacy. You're like, huge on physical, like, touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're more, like, gifts. Okay, like... look! <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no need to shame me like that. I was just... What is your... My is... main one is, like, quality time or something like that. Okay. But then, like, my... Th- gifts is third, but I really want to make it so clear. <laughs> they say on the Love Language site, it's not about, like... I don't want expensive things. Yeah. It's never that. It's just, like, I... For some reason, like, physical things show affection like if yeah. you sent me a postcard when you went on a trip i'd like lose my mind mm. whereas i'd be like yeah yeah but if yeah. i like sent you like a long cute message while you're away you'd be like ah, yeah sort of thing so it's it's just like the way that different people yeah. operate i'm not like really buy me all this shit yeah yeah but i mean i think it's been very important for us to recognize that so that we yeah can express our love to each other in like appropriate ways exactly because i remember there was a time where like i just wasn't getting you anything yeah. And you were like, why? Do you not love me? And I was like, <laughs> as if you didn't. Give me money, bitch. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, I like, I hadn't even thought of that because gifts is like my lowest yeah. love language. Like, like I, I love like Christmas. And it's not just like receiving gifts. Like I love Christmas. I love birthdays. I love Valentine's Day because yeah. I get to like, you know, oh, plan this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I like love to plan a lot of and put like 
a lot of love into the gifts. So that's like, yes. Yeah. Um, so I think it's worked really well for us, despite us having mm. competing love languages. Like I we- don't think that we have to like, like this person feels like they're having to, the commitment is almost over, overrunning the love, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think th- I like. Obviously, I choose you a lot. Thanks, but I appreciate that. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but like, I don't. It's not an effort to choose you most of the time. Most of the time. No, but like obviously, you're like sometimes <laughs> fuck you. No, like sometimes, like you know, with distance, like yeah, yeah. you know, it wasn't easy to choose someone on the other yeah. side of the world. But I was like, this is. It's not even a question of like, is it worth it? I'm like, well, it is. And like, if we fight, yeah. I'm choosing to actually stay with you and work through those issues. Yeah. And sort stuff out. Um, but it's never been for me an issue of like, well, should I just break up with her? Like it's, it, mm. that's not entered my mind. Yeah. Has it for you? No. No? No. You sure? Oh I'm my just gosh. saying that because it's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what they mean by commitment, like putting the commitment over love. That's what I mean. Like they're having to, f- <clears throat> they're having to make the decision to stay together a lot. Whereas like for me, the decision mm. is taken out because I love you. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm, like, I am making a decision to stay with you, but it's a very easy one. Cause it's like, do that or break up. And I'm like, definitely don't want like option B. Yeah. I don't know. Staying in a relationship just because you've made a commitment sounds scary and sad to yeah. me. Yeah. Like if my reason for staying with you was like, we've committed to all this stuff together. Yeah. That feels very, I don't know. And I think loveless. there are things that like don't line up. Cause she says, do you two ever feel like maybe you don't belong <laughs> together or aren't the perfect match, but are willing to stay together because a little extra work is worth the love you share. Hmm. So I think that like, there are some things, um, I wouldn't say that make me think that we don't belong together, but like, for example, the different love languages, like I would, a a lot of the, like not fights, but Mm. tips that we have are because I'm like, I want you to feel this thing or I want you to want to do this thing. And you're like, I can't want to do that thing. So like, maybe if like I was in like the perfect relationship, like that person would already want to do those things. Mm. But So those are the kind of instances where we have to put in a little extra work. Yes. I also have a very important, serious uh, example of that. Yep. Fiona loves when the room is freezing. (laughs) And I love when it's like melting hot. Yeah. And this is like an actual like problem in our relationship (laughs) where I'm either freezing to death and she's fine Mm -hmm. or I'm fine. And and I'm melting. melting. Um, which is like, if we were in, if we were perfect If it was like the perfect relationship. If we were the perfect match. I'd be dating someone who likes to live in an ice cave. Yes. We'd work at the same temperature. And someone who always plays music. Like I always, like Riley. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) Riley likes it when it's quiet and I love constantly having noise. If it's a podcast, if it's playing music, if it's a YouTube video, if it's Netflix. it drags me out of what I'm doing and I have to focus on and the sound. And I need the I sound can't. to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's like, if we're so, in a perfect relationship, those things wouldn't be an issue. I'd yeah, yeah. have a loud mm-hmm. ice cave partner <laughs> and Riley would and have, have a, quiet sauna. a silent sauna. <laughs> I love our dream homes. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think there are perfect partners. Unless you, like, date yourself. Like, you're not just going to find a copy of yourself Oh my god, I am not my perfect partner. <laughs> if I dated myself, that would be a mess. <laughs> oh my god, you two would explode. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, in terms of, like, matching you at yeah. every, like, every temperature level. and love languages and all of this stuff. Like... <laughs> temperature and love languages. <laughs> well, those are two things we've talked about. <laughs> the two things you need to make a relationship successful. Obviously, there are more <laughs> things. But I mean, like, no one's going to, like line up with all that stuff yeah. I don't think it's I don't think finding someone you love and want to spend your life with is about finding someone who also likes the room the same temperature yeah who like 
checks all of your boxes. Mm. I think it's like, I don't know, it's the rest of the stuff. It's like enjoying spending time with them and like clicking yeah. them all together. And, and I like, think all the important mm. things really line up. Yeah. And we also find a lot of things that like unexpectedly line up. Like we're talking mm. the other day about like living together, like it works really well because Riley can help when I'm having shitty mental health days and she can, mm. you know, do the dishes and make the dinner when I can't take care of myself. Yeah. And then I'm good at like organizing like financial stuff just in terms of like bills and rent and stuff. Like I love organizing. Yeah. So like so I can take control of that. Yeah. Like we balance each other out really well and we're both really capable on our own, <laughs> but we can both. Yeah. 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 Cause I do think there are some relationships where the people are like, they don't balance each other out. Like they're too much, of the same, so that, like, yeah, I don't know, your bad aspects just get, like, amplified. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you don't have someone else to help you out in, like, mm-hmm. certain times, so you both just, like... Explode, Butt yeah. heads, yeah. Um, <laughs> butt heads. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, I don't know, I guess my point of all of this is that, like, all that stuff doesn't have to line up for you to, like, love someone and be committed to them. Yeah. But if you feel like it's a major thing... That's like, yeah, out of the like if I was constantly like, if the fact that like we like different temperatures or we have different languages, love languages yeah. was actually grating on me, then yeah. maybe it's time to reevaluate. Yeah. Because like, yeah. Yeah. If it's a thing that's like actually, yeah. I don't know. Cause these things are really annoying. These things are annoying and I mm. want my loud ice cave <laughs> and Riley wants her silent sauna, but it's never been a thing where I've wanted to reach out to a podcast and ask for advice on it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just makes me want to get a really fancy um, bed that's like ice on one side and heat on the other. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I guess it depends on your situation if that's a deal breaker for you. Yeah. Okay. And there's one last question, which is fun. Ooh. Hello, lovelies. I could really use some cool ways to propose to my girlfriend. I'm planning it for Boxing Day, which is forever away. What, the day after Christmas? Yes. Isn't it? For our American viewers? Yes, for our American listeners. Listeners, Viewers. Um, (laughs) For for those of you staring at this podcast. (laughs) It is the day after Christmas. Okay. Um, Cool ways to propose. The thing is, right... This is not my field. Yeah, and this is... Again, (laughs) if this isn't your field, why do I have to propose first? Anyway, that's an (laughs) argument to have on another podcast. Um, I think that the best ways to do proposals... Riley, get your phone out, take notes. No, um... (laughs) I, like, actually reached for my phone and I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Is to make it personal, which means that we can't really give you advice on that because you want to make it, you know, firstly, don't do a restaurant proposal. Public proposals are (laughs) most of the time very tacky. So no restaurants, no public proposals. And if you're proposing to someone who is femme presenting, make sure they have their nails done beforehand. Just be (laughs) kind I, like, literally, like, by the way, Riley, take notes. I would love it if one of my friends, like, took me out for, like, a fun day the day before just because we were bored and we got our nails done and stuff. So then when I go, like, I've got the nice nails for the ring. She's just glaring at me as she says all of this. I feel like this has just become, You've got like, time. instructional for me. Yes. <laughs> you can listen back to this podcast Jeez. in a couple of years. Um, but the, I think, yeah, just make it personal. Make sure that they're ready for it. I don't think it's any use proposing to someone unless you know they're going to say yes. Because then you'll just end up on a compilation um, of engagement fail videos on YouTube. I've watched so many of them. I love them. I love engagement fails. I love proposal videos. It's a little good time. Um, But yeah, I think make it very personal to them. Not in a restaurant. Don't make it public unless you think that they would really want that. There are some people who would really enjoy that. And do what you can to make it about your relationship and about them. Like make it about the other person as well as the relationship. Because 
if you just propose to them in a way that's fun for you, it's not, you know, it's not going to mean as much. You want to show that you listen to them and you know them and you know your relationship and that you're willing to take that next step. I vote for spelling it out in the sky with a plane. But that can also be nice if you're having like a really <laughs> romantic picnic or something. Yeah, see? Nailed it. Don't do that. For Come me. back for your advice from <laughs> just from me. Uh, anyway, that's my advice uh, for a proposal. Cool. Very nice. You're welcome. Yeah. Your instructions for a proposal. <laughs> Good luck person whose original question this was who it accidentally became directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Is that everything? That is everything. That is all the segments? We, we podcasted. Do- we podcasted. Whoa. Thank you so, for listening to our podcast. Yeah. We need to like write out what we do for our outro. Basically, uh... I can sing. No, please don't do that. Acapella. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, we are going to be putting out these episodes every Monday. Every Monday. I mean, I am. I'm, I'm doing all the technical stuff and uploading and everything, but it'll you'll hear it every Monday. I'm here for the banter. <laughs> um, we have a Patreon where you can give us money or... Uh, <laughs> Um, or just come while our links are there. It's like the home base for everything we got going on. Mm-hmm. This, this is on iTunes and Google Play and yep. Stitcher and all sorts of places. Yeah. Um, review us if you can. We'd really Please give us that. five stars. Just do that. Yeah. Um, it helps us a lot. Yeah. What What else is happening with the podcast? Come watch us. Come follow us on Twitch. We're streaming video games now. It's really fun. And we it's... both make YouTube videos. Yeah. Wrap it up, honey. We're okay. Going. Well, we can make a more concise outro next time. I just want to make sure the next people know time. where they're going. <laughs> Why do you mock me? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we done? We're done. How do we say goodbye? Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.